Lewis Fundraiser's I'm Don Waco, and it's time to buckle up once again for a new episode of Raise Nation, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or a seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to brace the future of fundraising. Well, hey there, uh, Raise Nation Radio audience. It's super uh, exciting to have you back again. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Um, if you're a subscriber, we, we love that you keep returning. Um, but I want to get going with this uh, episode because I have the distinct honor and privilege to have some of my fellow One Causers join the show today. It's always fun when some of my peers, you know, get to uh, be part be part of Raise Nation Radio. We're actually uh, celebrating Memorial Day, the One Cause way. Um, I think Memorial days coming up at the time that we're recording this episode. And, you know, it was really dawned on me that it was um, a time to, you know, have all of those great things like go to the beach, a day off, barbecue, time with your family, parades. And that's all great stuff. I love doing it um, just as much as you all do. But there's a little bit more serious part of Memorial Day, and that's the um, gratitude and um, reflection and time to just think a moment about our freedom and all of the people that protect our freedom. And I don't, we don't always get to talk about that. And I thought that um, our audience would enjoy it. And, and, and it's something that we really need to take a moment to do. Um, I was just at our campuses in Carmel, Indiana, and I saw a lot of my uh, peers while I was there and, you know, I'm catching up on life, but I never think to ask, like, who are the people that are protecting our freedom? And I, I come to find out that there's so many of my peers that have either been in the service or have loved ones in the service. And well, why not celebrate that? So I have four of my peers here today, and I'm super excited um, because I am a daughter of a, of a, a military um, dad. So um, we're just going to talk and celebrate and um, just cast a little shine on those that help us um, protect our freedom every day. So let's go around the room. We're going to do ladies first. So Laura, Caitlin, and then we'll go James and Dan, if that's okay. Um, If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, I'd love our audience to get to know you a little bit better. But then why are you here today? Who's the shout out? Who who are you recognizing? And what does Memorial Day mean to you? Laura, why don't you get us going? Great. Thanks, Dawn. I'm, I'm Laura Thompson. I'm a consulting manager with One Cause. I'm, I'm actually the spouse of an Army colonel. Um, Mark has been, uh, including his enlisted tour, over 30 years. So we are at the tail end of his military career, looking forward to what post-military life is for us. Um, we moved, uh, we counted at one point, we moved seven times in 10 years. Uh, seven times in 10 seven years. Seven times in 10 years at one point in our career. And we are actually uh, back home in Richmond, Virginia for me. And Mark has made a lot of sacrifices in the past few years um, because he has been a geographic bachelor for most of his career in the past five to 10 years. Um, So the kids and I can stay home in Richmond. And for me, that seems minor to some people, but that's a huge sacrifice for him. And I just... You know, you said something about Memorial Day and 
family and friends. And for us, though, actually, Memorial Day is such a huge opportunity for us to spend it with friends and family because we spent so many years being really far away. So that was that's that brings you together for just one day. Yeah. Thanks so much to you, your family and to Mark for everything that you do, the sacrifices you make and and for the service. Um, But Caitlin, how about you? Hi, Dawn. Um, I'm Caitlin. I'm a customer success manager here at One Cause, um, and I'm a soon-to-be spouse of an active duty Air Force uh, pilot. Uh, Kyle is in his second year of being an instructor pilot. We're hoping to get our next plane assignment here pretty soon. Um, so we'll be moving within the next year, our first military move. Um, and my dad was also a um a Marine Corps officer. So definitely some, some deep ties to the, to the military on my side. Oh, for sure. Well, thank you. To, um, you're about to uh, follow in Laura's path, I, I guess, maybe seven moves in 10 years. Um, yes. But thank you to you, your dad and your fiance and congratulations um, for everything that you've done and your service and, and sacrifices. Um, James, I did get to connect with you while I was in uh, Indy and we, we chatted a little bit. I think you have some news to share about your son, but tell us, let, let everybody know what you do here at One Cause. You're, you're an OG G1 causer. Uh, I know that, um, but we'd love to hear about your uh, military ties. Thank you, Don. It's great to be here with everyone. Um, yes, I'm in the services department, so uh, connecting with customers all the time on making sure they can do a great job at fundraising. So love it and been here for uh, going on 11 years. So uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be here. Um, my son, Wesley, is uh, 22. He's in the Army National Guard and uh, Field Artillery Station in Danville. Um, he's a full-time student at Purdue. Um, so uh, he's uh, part-time. Uh, he's been activated uh, twice, once during COVID and then once now. He's at Fort Bragg right now for the next month or so. Um, so yeah, he's he's really enjoying it. And uh, we it's our first direct immediate family member. Um, we have some relatives that have been in the military, but it's been an incredible experience going to the bases and seeing um, the different ceremonies. It's been really incredible. Wow, you must be so proud. Well, thank you again, the sacrifices that your family's making and to your son. Um, really, we couldn't we couldn't be more grateful. Um, but Dan, I know you have um, a very close connection to the military, but I'll let you share that, what you do here at One Cause and um, your military background. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Don. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm director of customer success here at One Cause. So been here for about five years, and um, it's it's always wonderful to be around people that are are service oriented and uh, you know taking care of customers. Just a, a big extension of that. Um, my family goes back uh, generations in in military service. So um, my father met my mother in Germany while he was in the army. Um, her family uh, were part of conscription in Germany. So, uh, you know, they all were for German um, army and, and air force uh, officers, uh, uncles, uh, grandfather. I mean, it, it's deep in my blood. And, uh, you know, it's That's- one of those things that just keeps coming back to you once you get into it. Love Love hearing about James Kit because uh, you know, the, the king of battle, that's, that's what I did. I was uh, an artillery officer um, served about five years, uh, doing that and, uh, found my way to one cause. Wow. Well, thank you. 
Dan, I didn't know all of the ties that um, were were connected, but thank you for everything that that you've done. Um, I'm actually uh, the daughter of a um, uh, my dad. Well, daughter of my dad. That doesn't make sense, but. Um, my dad served um, in the Air Force and um, he was stationed all over um, the United States and served some time in Guam. And I knew we were recording today and I just called him just to ask him a little bit just about his background, because that was obviously before I was around. And I don't always take the time to do that. And I learned some things. So um, it was very, very interesting. So I'm glad we're getting a chance, you know, to talk a little bit more. So whoever wants to jump in, you know, what what does Memorial Day really mean to you? You know, aside from the parades and the beach and the, you know, the get together, we heard Laura said just the chance for family to, you know, to be together because as a military family, maybe that's not always the case. And we don't think about that. But whoever wants to jump in, what, what does Memorial Day mean for you? What, what should it mean for everyone else out there? Don't be shy. Oh, somebody's got to have to say something. No, I, I'll jump in. Thanks, uh, James. James. Yeah. So to me, it just means a time of really deep thankfulness. Uh, we know there's been so many sacrifices over the years and uh, and in our families and, you know, relatives. And uh, it just means that that our freedom is uh, has been protected and it's been by those sacrifices. So we on uh, Memorial Day give thanks, give thanks for the the service that um, has has happened by millions of people before us to keep our country free. Yeah, I think sometimes we take that for granted. You know, I, I have I just step out of the house and think nothing of it. I'm, I feel confident and protected and um, you just don't really recognize what it is to not have our freedom, you know, so it's so important. Anyone out there have um, a Memorial Day tradition? Um, as I was preparing for this episode, there is that 3 p.m. local time. So whatever time zone you're in at 3 p.m. your time there is that moment of remembrance. And I'm hoping to try to bring that to one cause in, in a few days. Um, but aside from that, any special traditions that any of you all um, want to share with our Raise Nation Radio audience that you do on Memorial Day? Oh, I've got one. Um, and uh, I, I think that it's something that is important to me um, as as I look to my next generation, so I have, I have three uh, young daughters that um, I, I want to explain the, the concept of what what Memorial Day is. And, um, you know, I've, I've been conflicted over the years about this uh, because happy Memorial Day sounds weird. Okay? When you think about people that have passed, um, that, that yeah. doesn't always um, fit and, and celebration even sometimes um, doesn't doesn't quite fit right. But what I found uh, after some soul searching is it is a lot about celebrating and um, you can find happiness in knowing that people lived to serve our country and uh, to protect our way of life. And uh, originally this this was a, a, a holiday called Decoration Day. How many people knew that? Um, you know, the, the act of going out and decorating graves is what, what led to all this from, from the Civil War. And it, it's my way of talking to my kids about soldiers that I worked with uh, in the Army and, and what sacrifice they made um, and telling their story that I think is um, 
the thing that is most important to me. Yes, we love we love our barbecues too, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah, um, I think that's really important because I don't know that, you know, that we haven't had a world war in a number of decades. And so to try to um, empathize with what that feels like um, and and what what conflict is on our own soil here here in America, we've been a little bit removed from that. So for generations to come to really, you know, fully understand and appreciate that it certainly goes beyond the barbecues and the parades and, and the beaches, that there's real impact, um, you know, behind the day and the celebration. So I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you. Um, so what is freedom? mean to you? I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Our, our, all of our armed forces, all of our military are here to keep us safe and protected and protect our freedom. So what, what, let's go around and just, what does freedom mean to you? Yeah, for me, it's really the ability to make your own choices. And we talk a lot with our kids, particularly our girls about what it would be like to live at a different time period or to live in a different country now where those choices are not available, uh, particularly to young girls and to, to minorities. And that's really important to us to remind them that they have that value. They have that ability because of sacrifices of others that have come before them. And I think that's a hard thing to wrap your head around, the idea that someone couldn't go to school that someone couldn't drive a car, couldn't get the job that they wanted because of who they were. But I think it's always important to make, to, to Dan's point, to kind of make those comparisons so that it hits home for them and that they really appreciate those opportunities that they have in this country. Yeah, I love that. that that's beautiful. Um, anyone else, any other thoughts about freedom and what it means? You're all being shy with me today. Gosh, it's so, it's so hard to try to, to think about um, putting yourself in someone's shoes that doesn't have the ability to do exactly what they they want to do all the time. We, we're so fortunate to be in a place that, although imperfect, right, we're still working on a lot of things in this country. Um, but we have so many, many more opportunities than than people all across the world do, and uh, it, it just it is uh, it's wonderful to see that in uh, young people the the appreciation when you see what can be taken away. And uh, we see examples of that all across the world. We, we're very transparent with our kids about you know, what's going on in uh, far reaching places. And uh, gosh, it, it really makes you appreciate what you've got. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's, we, we certainly have our share. You're right. It's, it's, it's perfectly imperfect. We've had our, we still have a, a lot of work to do, but it's been a very long time that we've seen, you know, battles um, of war on, on American soil. So um, it's hard to really empathize, but um, hopefully keeping Memorial Day alive and um, celebrating in the right way will be at least one day um, to keep that where it, where it needs to be. So um, good stuff. Um, so yeah. what's a special story? Oh, Caitlin, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You have something to add? I was just going to um, piggyback on the the freedom topic. Um, I, we're currently stationed at Laughlin Air Force Base in Del Rio, Texas. So um, we see um, the Mexican border pretty much um, right around the corner from our house. We're very close to to all of the, the people who are trying to get into America who are really 
creating that freedom that that America offers. So I think putting it into a perspective of um, thinking about how many how many days and how much time we take advantage of of what we consider freedom and our ability to have autonomy over our our decisions. Um, there are thousands of people waiting at the border right now who are just wanting a taste of that. So really um, being here and being in the military has given us a lot of perspective on that as well. And when you hear stories like that, it really makes you stop, right? For just a second. Um, Wow. I mean, you're, you're, you're that close. You get to see and feel and witness it um, every day. So yeah, that's pretty. It really makes you uh, feel more grateful for it. Sure. So what are some of the special stories about, about your loved one um, that you, that you'd like to share? I mean, I'm, I remember being so proud of my dad. He has like a little, I don't want to call it a man cave, but like a man office um, in, in his basement, the house that I grew up in. And I, I just remember the few occasions that I sat, you know, at his desk, you know, he's a very particular man being in the military, always on time, you know, the typical stereotype, I guess. But I remember the few occasions that I sat at his desk, he has some of his, you know, medals and decorations and his hat, and it's all perfectly placed on his bookcase. And just, I didn't know, but I knew just this sense of pride um, which of course I appreciate much more now as an adult, but I just remember, you know, that pride. And my dad went on to have a career from, from the air force. He was an air traffic controller for, I don't know how many years, um, very tough nerve wracking, um, career. Um, but I just, I remember that pride. Um, but what are some of the other stories? Let's give some shine to your loved ones. Um, and what can you share with us or feel comfortable sharing with us um, about the pride or is a story that um, we want to let our audience in on? Don, I'll hop in just, uh, it's, it's pretty fresh for us just a few years ago when uh, Wesley made the decision to join the National Guard and he, re- he made it on his own. We, we, were, we were pretty surprised um, that he, um, that he was, making the decision that he was really firm. He never wavered in it. Um, he was very determined. And then we started to reflect on his life and he's always been patriotic. He's been, um, interested in kind of strategy, you know, war games, uh, you know, things that, um, make you think chess and things like that. And so, um, I think that he's also been a protector and defender. He's always had that kind of a mindset and, um, in our in our family, even though he's not, I guess he's kind of the middle child, um, but he's really he's been a leader and uh, in that way. And and uh, so on the other hand, we we weren't that surprised, but it was something that he was very resolved in doing. And uh, it's been great to see. I'll never forget going to, I think it's Fort Sill um, in uh, Oklahoma, just to you know at the end of the basic training, um, and and the routine that that goes on. It's just it's really amazing to see. You get, it gets you extremely patriotic to see the discipline, the excellence, uh, the appreciation for you know defending our constitution and our freedoms. It's just ingrained. It's just um, it's very motivating to see it. So I encourage anyone who's you know not been around or been to see a base or something like that, um, you know, go go look it up and see uh, some of the ceremonies or go to a parade. You know, um, yeah. This well, there's a new. Memorial Day tradition, right? Go go yeah. visit a base and uh, 
really experience it firsthand. Now, how did your wife feel? I mean, I know you have a, what I would consider a little bit larger family. You have five children, right, James? That's right. That's right. How, yeah. how does Wesley's um, siblings feel about uh, They were service? proud. Yeah. yeah, they were. They were really proud. They were, um, you know, again, the more that they thought about it, I think they realized, hey, this is the right fit. You know, this is something he's always been interested in these kinds of things. And, uh, and so serving our country was kind of a natural progression, but it wasn't something he had talked about until kind of later in his senior year. And then he just, um, in his senior really year. Oh, so young. Yeah. Yeah. And how'd your wife feel about the announcement? You know, it was kind of an emotional thing. She, of was, she was a little concerned, a little nervous. You know, he's going out to Oklahoma for several months, uh, for the basic training. And, uh, you know, Dan knows all about this and I'm sure Laura and Caitlin, you know, there's, there's that period where they're just in the training and you don't, maybe you get a few letters, you know, but, uh, there's no going to visit. Mm. It's pretty well focused, disciplined lockdown. So that was hard, you know, to not be able to see him for several months and just get letters, you know, that was tough. Yeah. And it's a lifestyle. My dad's been disciplined his whole life. Um, and I think that comes from his, you know, military service, but, but I can see just like you're talking about your son, like it was the right path for my dad. Like he, it's just in his DNA. So it, it, it made sense, you know, now that I go back and, and look, you know, in hindsight as at his life, he, and he's, he just celebrated his 85th birthday on May 16th. So, Congrats. um, yeah, he, um, yeah, you can just, it just, it just really makes sense. Um, Laura, I have a question for you though. Sure. So as I have lots of stories, but well, let, let's, let's hear some, but no, 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 I, no, I, ask your question first. That's the question. First. Well, I just that, how do you relax? Like how, how do you actually just go through every day without not having that gnawing feel fear, uh, uh, behind you? Um, well, it's actually now Mark is uh, doing more of the communications computer work. So his life is in an office, which is easy and great. Um, I always remember the story. He was stationed in Kuwait for a year, um, obviously without us. And we had a toddler at home. I was nine hours from family. And I said to him, you know, this was the height of everything going on in, in the Gulf in Iraq. And I said, Okay, you're in Kuwait. That's pretty safe. But I don't want to know if you're anywhere else. I don't want to know if you go to Iraq. I don't want to know if you go to Afghanistan. I don't want to know. So he calls me up around sometime around Christmas and he's having this conversation and I, he was being very vague. And I said, I stopped him. And I said, where are you? And he said, well, you told me not to tell you. And I said, oh, well, there you? he just told you. <laughs> said, I'm in Iraq. I said, oh, wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, that was not what I wanted to hear. He said, well, I tried to tell you, tried to not tell you, but um, I, I suspected that he was not exactly where he was supposed to be. Um, actually, the scariest time for his career was when he was in North Korea. Um, he spent three years um, early in our marriage uh, doing MIA recovery missions, which is probably one of the proudest things he's done in his military career. Um, definitely one of the proudest moments for him to bring home remains of service members from Cambodia, Vietnam, oh um, Laos, Korea, South Korea. Um, they've actually got an opportunity to spend eight weeks in North Korea. And I said, honestly, Kuwait was less scary to me than that eight weeks was because there was no communication. I got one email from him uh, about halfway through. So I had a really great much greater understanding of what it was like to be a spouse during 
World War I, World War II, Korea, where you really had very little contact other than the occasional letter from your servicemen or your family member or your son serving overseas just for that brief period of time. Because every other time we got emails and phone calls and whatever, but that was very much of a lockdown period for him. Um, So I I always remember that in in great appreciation for the daily text I get now when he's, you know, down the road an hour and a half away. That's a very different experience than that eight weeks was. There's greater appreciation for what people must have gone through. I don't think we fully understand, you know, what what military life is is all about. And, um, you know, completely grateful for those that serve, but also grateful for family and loved ones who are sacrificing every day. And so thank you, Laura, for that. I I think it's, you know, having having been downrange, you know, I I was signal at the time, um, but I know my parents were were wondering what was going on. I I was part of the invasion force in Iraq. And, uh, you know, the, the, the work that I was doing uh, was dangerous, but because I knew where I was, it was much easier, right? Th- those who don't know are left to their own imaginations. And, and that's really painful for a lot of fans, specifically with, with the plants. That, that is so hard. Well, that's a true selfless remark there, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dan Good. Um, you know, I, uh, we have to be grateful, I guess, you know, for everyone. We just, we just don't realize, you know, I think we all know so many people that just are touched by um, protecting our freedom and we probably don't talk about it enough. So I'm glad we can use this platform to just um, bring a little shine, a little celebration. So what are you all doing for Memorial Day? It's just coming up in a couple of days. Um, any major plans? Gosh, I'm, uh, planning to to leave in another day or two for florida so we're, we're going to be in uh disney world and, and universal for for the week oh that's a fun way to spend memorial day yeah you know what um i i think that it's a it's a really proud moment when you get to take your family and do something and uh, you know sometimes just in honor of others right like hey you know what be thankful that you can do the things you do mm-hmm. this is how i'm gonna do it and i, I think uh it's gonna be fun um, my mouse has my number. <laughs> mouse has your number. So cute. Well, and we appreciate our benefits, Dan, of getting to to enjoy Disney World at a much reduced rate. I uh, I definitely appreciate those benefits. Yep, for sure. Definitely. But uh, where our pool opens, so you talk about going to the pool, but our pool opens and that is, does not matter what the weather is. We are at the pool. Um, the American flag goes up. Um, all of our kids are scouts. So I think after talking with you all, I think we're going to take a moment this year and really, you know, say our pledge, take a moment as a family to stand outside and really just reflect as a family. Um, I always do the flag and I stand there for a minute, but I think it'd be a good opportunity for our scouts and our, our three kids to really share what they've learned as scouts and appreciate American experiences like that. Caitlin, will you and your fiance be together or are you separated right now at this time? Yeah, we're going to be going uh, to Austin just for a, for a long weekend and kind of taking advantage of this last year where he won't be in intense fighter pilot training um, because after this year, he'll be up in San Antonio and I'll be down here, but he'll be in very intense training um, for probably about a year after this. 
So um, we're looking forward to the next chapter, um, but I'm grateful for all the opportunities that the Air Force has already presented and the opportunities that the Marine Corps presented. Um, partly one of the reasons I was able to go to school um, was because the Marine Corps Scholarship Foundation um, gave me um, a scholarship for being a Marine Corps child. So um, I'm forever grateful to them. Um, I graduated recently, so um, they've always been been such a great, great follow on for me. Wow. Um, yeah, I think um, it's super important for us to, you know, recognize, you know, who might be alone, you know, for Memorial Day um, and just ask and maybe include people that are missing their loved one, um, include them in your barbecue or the parade or whatever it is um, that you're doing. But it, it is nice to see um, some of the benefits. Um, that's the least that companies in our country can do. And, um, you know, shout out to those companies who, like Disney who makes it right. And one cause who um, celebrates, um, please look for a, a personal Slack message from me. Um, that's how we communicate here at One Cause uh, to at least have that moment of remembrance at 3 p.m. Um, on Memorial Day. So let's remember to do those things. We only have a few minutes left, but I'd like to go around one more time for each of you. And um, I'll give you a little time to think about this because you've been a little bit shy today, but just a personal message to your loved one um, who has served what do they, what would you like them to hear? What would you like them to say? What pride would you like to um, just put out into the universe? And I think that might be a nice way to close out um, this episode. So we'll go men first this time. Um, and maybe Dan, we'll start with you. Um, just that shout out to those that you love or to your your own um, buddies, you know, in, in service or what would you like to say um, for everyone on Memorial Day? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always thankful for, for my brothers in arms. Um, you know, I, I guess the, the one thing I'll leave is, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, George Patton. Um, he's a West Point grad like myself. Um, and, uh, maybe, maybe closer to the bottom of the class, uh, maybe somewhat like somebody else I know. Um, but one of the things that you said, it's, uh, it, it's foolish to, to mourn those who died. Instead, you should, you should thank God that those men live. And, uh, I guess today my shout out is, um, Ted Carstio, who was, uh, in my squad when we in, invaded Iraq, um, who gave his life, uh, later on, uh, on a subsequent deployment. And, uh, you know, I prayed for his family every year around this time. And, uh, you know, there are countless other stories, uh, from other individuals and families across, across the country. Um, and, uh, gosh, there, there's no way to, to say thank you, uh, well enough other than celebrating and, and being every bit as proud of them today as we ever were. Oh, that was beautiful. James, can you follow that? <laughs> oh, that's incredible. To your, yeah, yeah. To your son. Uh, yeah, I just uh, my son's at Fort Bragg uh, right now, and he's he's uh, getting training for, to be a sergeant um, in leadership training. So uh, we're just really proud of his hard work and dedication, and uh, we're thankful for the military, for the National Guard, the Army, for the opportunities that he's had for his leadership. They, they've been really incredible. At uh, it's it's amazing to see the progression in 
in uh, leadership and discipline, responsibility. And so, yeah, we're just really proud of that. My wife and I, last year we did something fun. We're, we're road cyclists. And so we got these USA uh, jerseys and we're going to, there's about a 20 mile loop that goes around and we kind of end up coming downtown Zionsville and all the flags are out. It's really cool. We stopped and, and take a picture and so we'll do that probably and send it to my son. He always thinks it's funny that we are out, his parents are out road cycling and so it'll, it'll give him a little laugh, but we'll tell him we're celebrating. We're proud of him. So. Yeah. Wow. All right, Caitlin, what about you? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to my, my dad, James. Um, like I said, he has just been such a great um, influence in my life and now going into my professional career. Um, I'm just so thankful for the um what he's instilled in me so um and also shout out to my fiance kyle um for all of his hard work and uh, i can't wait to see see where this next year bring up brings us okay laura bring us home okay well shout out obviously to my husband mark um over 20 years together and i really feel like we've been a partner in this journey and i apologize if i sound emotional um, as we are heading into the end of his career, um, it's going to be a different, different life, um, but we're really looking forward to it. And it's been an amazing life. I don't know that I would have done it any other way. Oh, Laura. Well, that's what this episode is all about, really, to just be inspiring. And I think it just inspired us. Um, I'll give a shout out to my dad, George Paul Michaels. All I can say is that I admire and love you so much, dad, and um, learn everything I know from you. So um, really appreciate you a little bit more today. Um, so thank you all so much for you know taking time. I know how busy each of you are, but I appreciate you bringing your stories to Raise Nation Radio and sharing it with our fundraising community. We have so many missions. We serve so many customers that are supporting um, veterans and um, you know, doing different things out there as they should be, um, because those missions are super important. So it's nice to, you know, at the heart of every person, company and nonprofit is storytelling. So I appreciate your time and sharing the stories and thanks to all of you, to your loved ones and to all of the service people out there for doing what you do every day. Um, and, keeping us all safe. Fearless fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. That's Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. We're everywhere. We're on 11 channels and on demand at onecause.com. And when you follow us, you'll get all those notifications about, about our guests. So back to you, fundraisers. You are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Thank you for what you do every day. Your stories are awe-inspiring. And here at Raise Nation Radio, we hope to bring them forward and you won't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsor, OneCause, for making this episode possible. OneCause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Be sure to check us out at OneCause.com. Visit the resource tab on our homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks that you'll find very helpful. 
Uh, a huge shout out to James, Dan, Laura, Caitlin, my peers here at One Cause that I'm so proud of. And thank you so much for participating in today's episode. I think it's a good one. And I'm happy that you had a chance to join us. Thanks, so much. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Well, so everybody, happy Memorial Day. I'm a crier. That's okay. We we love that about you, Laura. All right, everybody. American flags, they need to go up. 3 o'clock p.m., your time, a moment of remembrance. And to everybody out there, thank you and happy Memorial Day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.